Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Isaac and Soup on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club. Eating a lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more labradoodles. <laughs> And the St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey map, and 1080thefan.com. Hey, 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 happy Saturday morning. I hope all of you beautiful Portland out there, Portlanders out there are having a wonderful start to your day. But first, we check in with the most important man, P. Harris. What's what up, is happening? Oh, not a whole lot. Just figured I'd come kick it with you. I appreciate that. I'm very, very glad that you're here because I have a, a pressing question that I think you may be able to answer better uh, that we will get to later on. Oh, before, really? But before we get to, uh, before we get to that, um, I'm kind of embarrassed that you're here today as well because uh, I have a regrettable confession. What's that? Uh, well, it's not my fault. I will say that. Okay. But yesterday, I went out to play golf uh, with my brothers. Okay. My brother, Mark, is a wonderful guy. Love him to death. But he uh, he said he was going in to buy beer and asked if I wanted anything specific. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm a pretty uh, easygoing guy. Okay. So I said, just what my brother Paul said, we go, we'll have what you're having. Ah, uh, famous last words. Oh, buddy. We get out to the golf course. He's got a black bag okay. with a nine tall cans in it. Okay. Care to guess what beer he got? It is beer. No, it was not yeah. beer. Yeah, I'm going to go with hard seltzer. <laughs> no, not no? hard seltzer. One worse than that. He got six Mike or nine Mike's Hard Lemonades. That makes it tough. You know, I, I, as, as a beer guy, I've been getting a little bit of slack from this, but I have started to dabble in the seltzer world a little okay. bit. If it's really hot out, sometimes sure. it's refreshing, and I know that's like blasphemy being in beer. Okay. Uh, but the seltzers I'm leaning more towards. Ooh, buddy. Especially if you go in like low calorie and low sugar, I'm into that. But- 
Mike's Hard Lemonade, that is so much sugar. Oh, my God. And it is so hot out, it's such a bad we're idea. We're on the golf course with three and three of those. And the t- oh, my. And green apple. Ooh. <laughs> oh, they're like flavored. Are they seltzers or oh. are they the hard lemonade? It's lemonade. Oh, so man. it's just like pure sugar. It was like drinking a Jolly Rancher. Oof. And that's all. And, and like we're already out on the golf course because, you know, we're courteous because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to bring your own alcohol. So we wait to the second hole to crack them. So now that we're like. All right, we kind of stuck with these. Oh man, they Did were you awful. Kill them all. We killed them. Yeah, because you have nothing <laughs> else it's to drink. Holes. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? They didn't have a. They didn't have a, a beer ferry riding around or anything. No, there's no nobody. Nobody on the uh, the cart because we're playing Twilight. Usually, okay. if they're going to be out there, it's usually like most courses just do weekends. I did play uh, midweek. My wife's out of town this week, so mm-hmm. I got to play quite a bit of golf. But uh, midweek went out and East Moreland. Because it's in the city, they're ready to go, man. The, the <laughs> cart girl was cruising around, running out of everything. I did have my annual uh, Budweiser out of the cart because they ran out of uh, some other beers that we were drinking. So I was like, Bud, Bud Heavy's not so bad. No, I, I actually enjoy the king of beers. Usually I'll have one uh, in a red, white, and blue can on the 4th of July. Because America. But nobody had a 4th of July party this year. And uh, so I was, you know, I, just, I took it easy. I don't blame you on that. You know, I didn't really have a 4th of July party. My brother got married in Chelan over oh, nice. the weekend. So... Uh, my plan, my 4th of July plans, as were last year, because it got postponed to this year, um, were to go to Chelan for the 4th of July. He yeah. got married on the 3rd. Okay. And after spending four days with my mother, uh, my partner and I decided to bounce to Leavenworth for the 4th of July. And we got into town, and I was kind of asking around, like, hey, what's going on? Anything going on tonight? And they were like, nope, town shuts down at 9. <laughs> I was like, okay, drinking in the hotel room it is. Had you been to Leavenworth before? Oh, many, many times. Uh-huh. She hadn't, and it's only an hour from Chelan. So I was like, eh, let's swoop yeah. up and I'll show you around. I, I, I've only been there once, and it was right before Christmas. We were there, oh. and we just happened to be there the night they lit their Christmas tree for the first Absolutely time. Absolutely beautiful. There's about three times a year you can go there. It's really beautiful in the summer. Yeah. Um, they do have a pretty cool S show of an Oktoberfest up there. Ah, I believe that. And then Christmas time yeah. because it's just, they, the whole place is lit up. It snows up there. You're at the base of the enchantments. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's pretty spectacular. It's like little Christmas town, uh, tucked away in the, uh, the remote yep. part of the Washington mountains. In our little wannabe Bavaria. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it, man. Um, yeah. So yeah, Mike's hard lemonade. It was just just dreadful. But you mentioned seltzers. Mm-hmm. My recommendation, because I've tried a few. My wife has been trying a bunch of them. Yep. I think you have to go the vodka base or the or the alcohol, like a hard alcohol base on okay. them. So you get more of those, at least in my dabblings. with The malted ones get a little... Sure. A little sure. schmaltzy. Yep, yep. Um, so if you can find the ones high noon, pretty damn good. I know that. I know that distillery. Um, we ended up, so my girlfriend and I were Whole30. We did a month of Whole30. You okay. know what that is? I, where you, it's uh, it's basically like a cleanse where you cut out all dairy, soy, gluten, added sugar, processed sugars, really anything processed, and legumes. Wow. And it's meant to just cleanse your whole body, and then you reintroduce them slowly uh, to see if you have any issues with any of that stuff. Ah, so you kind of go one by one yeah, and figure yeah. out what, what's, what's making it feel yeah, terrible I've all got the time. crappy skin, so I'm trying to figure out what's what's making my skin crappy. And But you're not supposed to drink on it. Ah. And we were like, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so we went out. I, ha- I, I put myself, because I do the beers on this podcast, so I do have to have some beer. 
Yeah. And I do work in beers, so I do need to know what's going on. You're required to. So I understand. We, so he put us on a put me on a limit of how many beers I could have a week, and then we moved to seltzers. Real quick, what was the limit? Uh, the limit went from five to ten quickly. Uh, it's just like five's not enough in a day, yeah. in a, in a, in a week. <laughs> I meant to say week. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. It's a little Freudian yeah, slip yeah. there. Whoops. And so, which is still better than the four or five a day I'll have. Um, yeah. And so, what we found, we found the Corona seltzers. Oh. We found those because they have no carbs, no added sugar other than the fermentable sugar, and it's like ninety calories. Yeah. And it tastes like nothing. Oh. I mean, they have flavors. Sure. But it's very subtle. It's more like a polar than yeah, some like a of polar those. Seltzer. Yeah, yeah, than some of those that are really like beat you over the head. Yeah, my wife. Uh, we were in Hawaii, and uh, she sent me to the store. And she's she was trying the wine seltzers, and I, she's like, "Oh, grab me some some of the wine seltzers." The only mm. one they had was barefoot, and I'm like, "I'm pretty Ugh. sure that's going to be terrible." Yeah, I'm so I got sure that. That's awful. But then I grabbed her the Kona uh, Brewing Company seltzer. Oh, okay. And I, we get back, and she had a six pack of them. And uh, I look over and she's kind of taking a, a quick drink off the can. I go, I go, oh, you haven't said how are they? And she goes, I'm on my fourth. So I, th- <laughs> I think they're delicious. It's scary, man. You, it's If you find Ooh. the good ones, you'll drink too much of it. That's the point of the bad ones. Because then you're like, oh, God, I can only have one of these. Just to slow you down. Just to slow you down. But if you find the good ones, it's, it's a little uh-oh. Yeah. Well. There you go. My uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade uh, confession to you. Do not drink Mike's Hard Lemonade. You know, one time I definitely wasn't 15 years old, 16 <laughs> years old. Uh, I definitely didn't drink like eight of those in a night. And uh, it, the next day was definitely not one of the most hungover days of my entire life. Yeah, yeah. I do not feel. I do not feel great. I didn't get home and have a scotch though to try to cleanse the palate. So I don't know. Just if that, to make you feel better. Well, you know. You hey, know. I'm a man. I promise. <laughs> I drink scotch. The real peaty stuff. Yeah, that's, that's right. Just like, for good measure. Switch the balance of bam, man. All that sugar did not help anything. Um, hey, we're gonna talk about sports today, but Ooh, I like sports. Well, here's the thing, though. In my show prep, all I did was watch video. Of this young lady, ah. Zaila Avantgarde, who just won the spelling bee. Mm-hmm. And that's like the least impressive thing she does. It really is. She is remarkable. She is a basketball uh, prodigy. She's a spelling prodigy. She doesn't take spelling too seriously. Mm-hmm. She only does it seven hours of practice a day. I don't take it that seriously. I'm only the best in the world at my age. Well, yes. And then... Here she is, videos of her on a unicycle dribbling basketballs. She holds three world records. She can dribble. Oh, now I got to pull it up. The um, the world records she holds are for juggling, dribbling, and then there's a third one that she has. Um, she's in eighth grade, and she is just an absolute BA, dude. You know, in eighth grade, I was working really hard on slow dancing with chicks. That was the best <laughs> I could do. Was that you're working really hard yeah, at it? Yeah, and I, and I was the starting point guard for the third or fourth team in eighth grade. You know, you got like oh, tiers. Yeah, like team. everyone makes a yeah, team. Yeah, I think seventh grade we had the C team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone makes a team, and we had the the, the A team, the B squad, and, and it was debatable if we were C, D, or E. So, so if you... <laughs> So does that make you the sixth best best point guard? They keep two on the higher squads potentially, each. Potentially, but hey, yeah, that's pretty good. But hey, I was a hustler. Hey, that's what you can do. You hustle. Can't teach effort. If you had to go for a world record, here's my question for you, sir. Okay. What would it be? Or have you ever come close? Do you have anything Oof. that you've ever? I don't know, man. I'm pretty worthless at a lot of stuff. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know. I I always tell people that I'm really talented as a lot of at a lot of things that just don't pay very well. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm a pretty good whistler. All right. But I don't know if I'm like world record whistling because ah. I can't circular breathe. I don't even know what that means. Where that you're means whistling you can, all the way in and out? No, it means you can breathe in your nose and out your mouth at the same time. That's a thing that people can do? Yeah, you know John Popper from the Blues Travelers? Sure, yeah. That, that harmonica player? That's yeah. why he's so good. He circular breathes. How about that? So as he's blowing out into the mic, sure, into yeah. the harmonica, he's, he's breathing in. Drawing in as he's blowing out. Yeah. That's a thing. It's one of those things you're born with. Oh, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't teach it. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty amazing. Uh, my brother and I uh, once stacked eight bowling balls on top of each other, just oh. goofing around at the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Went home, looked it up. World record nine. Oh. We didn't, I mean, we weren't even thinking about it. But here was the thing. It was brothers who had the world record in Japan. They were using a ladder, though. Oh. So I don't think anybody's going to let us bring a ladder into the bowling alley. But I I, I feel like if we would have pursued, I, I guess we still could. Still could. But, you got to say, look, man, yeah. you got to be okay with this because we're going to set a world record. Yeah, but that's the thing is you have to have gumption to set a world record. You have to have like a, a little, you know, give an ass. You have to, you have to kind of put the effort out. And we're just like, oh, we got close. That's cool. And you got to find a way. You got to <laughs> find like a way. 20 years ago. You got to find a way to make it easier, bend the rules a little bit. Like Joey Chestnut is not breaking world records of hot dogs without that water. Oh, yeah. You totally. know, so you got to maybe there's got to be something like that for the bowling balls. Well, what you do, you get the ones with the giant thumb holes. Ah, you know, because they sit on each other. Well, that, that's the only way you're yeah. stacking them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That's stacking them on the round <laughs> edges, Patrick. <laughs> well, I'm just checking, man. I've never done it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, we need to talk some baseball. We've got the NBA finals, which have been very entertaining, even though it's a 2-0 deficit. Uh, we need to goof around because it's a Saturday sports show. And that's what we'll do. But a pressing question that maybe only Patrick can answer for me regarding baseball we do it next center your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too but when you finally decide to take care of you there's instacart just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings camera on while she's sneezing coughing and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same take it from us trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind instead get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through instacart in as fast as 30 minutes if anyone needs anything they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Uh, Nirvana bringing me to a quick sidebar here. You I catch- hate that band. <laughs> I shouldn't say hate, but I just... <laughs> Did you that. pick this song? Or did it just no, it's in just album? in the rotator, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you it, hate, wait, you hate Nirvana? Is that a thing? Hate might be a little strong. I just think this band is massively overrated. Well, that's fine. I mean, they're rated uh, by some as the greatest band ever. Good God. <laughs> I mean, well, listen, they're, people get pretty hyperbolic about their uh, their musical choices anyways, but Nirvana... Guilty is charged. Nirvana definitely uh, was... Put on a pedestal. And, and well, but he, here's part of it too is you have the the death of Kurt Cobain. Yeah. That now it it kind of insulates them from any criticism ever. Right, right. right. Well, so, you the guy died. It, 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 exactly. Imagine what they would have, like, think of the Foo Fighters, but like, if, if they would have stayed together, then they would, whatever. I think that band sucks too. So, okay. Well, <laughs> just sh- shut up. You're aware of them, and you're aware of their... Did you happen to catch uh, Dave Grohl's recent comments about his drumming skills? No. I could care less about his average drumming skills. So this was the thing. He's in with Pharrell Williams doing an interview. Now that and, guy has talent. And Pharrell's like, he's like, man, you're, like, you're one of the greatest drummers ever. And he's like, people need to stop saying that. He's And this is Dave Grohl. He goes, he goes dude, I'm an okay drummer. He goes, all I ever wanted to do is be in a drum line and like play with a bunch of other drummers, but I can't read music, never could, still can't. Like I, he goes, he goes, I'm okay. He goes, all the all the stuff that I get so much praise for in uh, Nirvana and smells like Teen Spirit. And when people listen back to those drums and praise me, he goes, dude, I stole all that from disco. <laughs> he goes, I stole it all. For, and they play side by side, like in the little clip, they play the little, the little flap that he does at the beginning mm-hmm. of Teen Spirit. Yeah. And then a, a song by, uh, I can't remember who he's like, uh, Ted Thompson, Ted, Ted Thompson, I think is a drummer. And for, he's just playing it harder Sheik. and faster. Not really. No, it's 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 almost the exact same rhythm. I mean, he's playing a little harder, maybe, but yeah. it, I mean, part of it's a production of it. But yeah, it was. He just admitted. He's like, yeah, I'm okay at best. So well, your thanks. criticism, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I, that's the thing about Dave Grohl is what, I don't care what you think of his music. That dude is awesome. <laughs> and it, like some of his comments, like he said when it, like the Foo Fighters were like first on tour and they were going out and like people were, you know, praising whatever. He's like, dude, I love just being a rock star. He's like, I go and hang out with all the guys from the boy bands or like death metal. He's like, whoever's hanging out, let's just grab a beer. Have a good time. He's like, I love music. Yeah. He also listed one of his uh, must listen to albums. If like, if if you had to tell kids an album they have to listen to, Saturday Night Fever was one of his three. Oh, yeah. He's a BG guy. Yeah. There you go. Aren't they putting out a disco album? Yes, they are. That's going to be terrible. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just music. Anyways. I digress. Uh, question for you, sir. Fire away. How Fire on earth? Away. How on earth are the Angels so bad at baseball? Well, how do they have such good players that are so like must-watch television? Yeah, they they just can't. They haven't they haven't had a winning record in five seasons. Well, here's a big problem. Justin Upton's making about twenty-seven million dollars. <laughs> that guy sucks. There's no salary cap. Uh, Albert Pujols is making $30 million and doesn't even play for them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Much um, better after leaving, by the way. Josh Hamilton 
CJ Wilson, they have been really poor with free agents. They've been okay. really poor with free agents. They have no farm system. Their owner is a psychopath, and they can't get anyone to pitch to save their life. Now, they gave Mike Trout $470 million because that's what you do with Mike Trout. And they got lucky on Shohei Otani. Yeah. And, you know, they've got some good little players, like Darren Fletcher's a good little player, but they can't pitch to save their yeah. life. I mean, the Mariners, who are in an, a known rebuild, yep. are three games above them. And that's but, not a problem. They, but that's, the thing is, you you like, from, from a 10,000-foot view, you just go, like, two of the best players. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. In but baseball. You name me a pitcher the last Shohei time Otani. a pitcher – Okay, fair enough. The, other than Otani, the last time a pitcher for the Angels made an All Star. No, you're no, you're, you're absolutely right. Troy it's, Percival in two thousand three, probably on the roids. Yeah, but like Mike Sosha was what two time manager of the year. Yep. You have a three time MVP. You have two rookies of year, the year on the team. You have Joe Madden, who is you know the, the World Series champ. It's, <clears throat> it's you just look at it. <clears throat> And on on paper, you go or on, you know, from a distance, you look at it and just go and then you look at it closely and just go, come, can we please get somebody to put a team around these guys? Like baseball is being deprived, not having these guys in the playoffs. I, I mean, Mike Trout is <clears throat> in the playoffs three games. Yeah. And he, three and games he went like three. one for 21, something yeah, like that. Did not uh, do you want to know something? You want to know the GM who constructed all of those Angels teams that were really bad and why they continue to suck? Dep- uh, De Podesta. Yeah, that would be Jerry DePoto of the <laughs> Seattle Mariners. Yeah, DePoto. <laughs> they lost his name for a second. But, uh, who they, randomly now has the second best farm system in baseball. I know. I mean, they they did do quite the turnover with, uh, with the Mariners and uh, we will see if they can actually turn it into something because typically what happens is you see a bunch of great Mariners players in other uniforms playing in the playoffs yeah, is man. what happens my favorite center fielder for the Mariners is Adam Jones <laughs> the Baltimore legend yes he oh my that let's not let's please not get into that <laughs> trend. uh how ridiculous is Shohei Otani though I mean let's the first three seasons are a bust you mentioned uh Mike Trout mm-hmm. making 400 million dollars as right. he should do you know how much Shohei Otani is being paid this year? I think Shohei Otani makes like seven mil a year. I th- I thought he had a two two year extension for eight and a half million. If I if I saw that, I think it was in February. He's extended for eight and a half million dollars for two additional seasons. Checking. <laughs> Checking. Two check. year, eight point five million dollar contract. Yeah, includes an annual average of four point two five. Four point two five. The guy's thirty three home runs. This year right he's only making three million. Yeah, there you go. And then he extended for another four and a half. There's a, there's a great Onion article about this. Shohei Otani did not know who the Angels were when signing for the Angels. <laughs> it, it very much feels like that, doesn't it? Uh, but what he's doing right now is it's in, it's insane. Like, it's, can you? It's pretty crazy. I I I talk to my girlfriend about this all the time because I'll get like my Bleacher Report updates, like my, my little buzzes, and every day I get one that says either Fernando Tatis, Ronald Acuna Jr., Vladdy Jr., or funny, all those three of those guys are juniors, yes, and, or Shohei Otani, and it's gotten to the point where I turn to her and I my phone buzzes and I go, babe, and she goes, did Otani hit another home run? <laughs> And I go, yeah. The, and I smile real big, and she's like, "You're such a loser." <laughs> the start, I'm like of the, he hit two today. The start of the year, they couldn't. Nobody could hit the baseball, and then all of a sudden, balls are just rocketing out of every ballpark in 
in the in the land. Well, the pitchers can't use the fun stuff anymore. Is that, I mean, do you think that's the direct result yeah, of what yeah, we're I mean, seeing? It has to be. I mean, the fact that you look at Garrett Cole, who's the highest paid starting pitcher in baseball, and he yeah. can't throw a baseball right now. <laughs> What's going on, bud? Dude, that interview. Like, I, 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 I don't know how to answer that question. The answer is yes or no. Well, Do you use stuff? And yeah. it's like, uh, ew, hey. I should not incriminate myself. No, so I'm just going to go. My name is Sammy Sosa. <laughs> he very much, he very much did that. So, I mean, right now, Shohei Otani on pace to hit a million home runs. I just saw right now he's on pace to hit 61. Yeah. He's the, he's the eighth player to have. He's like the eighth player to have like 60 home runs in his first 82 games. Yeah. Something like that. And everybody ahead of him is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, It's pretty wild. I learned. Did you know that he doesn't take batting practice? No. What? Yeah, he doesn't take batting practice. And I guess they're just okay with it. Well, he doesn't really yeah, speak. In, he doesn't really speak English. So if they're like, hey, Shohei, I need you to swing. He's like, yeah, I swing. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 before the game. He's like, yeah, game, I swing. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. No, really? He doesn't even take batting practice. I, mean, like, I guess if you go up there and hack the way he hacks, let, yeah. let's not forget he has almost 100 strikeouts sure. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy definitely swings. Yeah. Oh, th- that shot he put up last night in the upper deck at T-Mobile. I mean, what if two other guys done that? Mo Vaughn and... Yeah, I was looking at it today because we were about to do that in the news segment, but thank you for that. Um, <clears throat> he <laughs> he hit the ball. They said it was 463 feet. Yes. Joe Madden said, no, oh, that, that ball was far. That can't be 463. Well, yeah, it's 463 because it hit the stadium hit that was in its way. Uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. The others to have reached the upper deck at T-Mobile Park are Joey Gallo last year. Okay. Daniel Vogelbach in 2019, <laughs> Nomar Mazzara in 2019, okay. Carlos Delgado in 2001, and Mo Vaughn in the yeah. first season in 99. Okay, yeah, I remember the Mo Vaughn one, but yeah, I guess that the list not as impressive as I thought it might be. But I mean, those guys do swing hard at baseballs. So yeah, yeah. Let's see. It also says he's the first player since Pujols since 2006 to hit 33 or more in his first 82 games. And let's see. He's just the seventh player in history to hit as many in a 21-game span within a single season, joining Barry Bonds, Giancarlo Stanton, J.D. Martinez, Kyle Schwarber, and a couple guys named McGuire and Sosa. And then what does he have? Uh, tw- 12 stolen bases, too? Just on oh, top. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. He's got 12 stolen bases. He's pitching and hitting in the All-Star game. Well, what's funny about his pitching is I don't know if his pitching is all that good. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but his numbers look good. He probably does. Like when I watch his stuff, I'm like, oh, he's all right. And yeah. people are like, this guy's amazing. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But his stats look good. Yeah. Well, they look they look fine. I mean, but he, you know, he'll go out and get shelled, and then he'll he'll go out and strike out everybody. I mean, didn't he do that in you know when when he kind of started out? But he's been hurt. He's been hurt. He, he wins Rookie of the Year, and he was dinged up in that season. Then he hasn't thrown in what two and a half years, and then he just comes out and just you know. Hits every home run that goes out. He's the first guy, you know, ever ever to bat for himself pitching against a National League team when they play the Giants. They have him in hitting for himself. <clears throat> in the DH era, the first American League player to pitch and hit for himself against a National League team that did not. Yeah, he's like, he's the, he's the and, second guy that has as many strikeouts as a pitcher as he does as a batter. <laughs> And the other dude is some dude named Ruth. Yeah, every well, every, every time he, his only comp set is Babe Ruth. 
Like well, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. The only guy you can compare him to is Babe Ruth. That's Except not for a, maybe Jacob Degrom right now because Jacob Degrom likes to do stuff like that. Yeah. His ERA is three four nine. He's four and one. Thirteen starts, yeah. six quality starts. There you go. Uh, and he has the best ERA by far of a starter on this team. What's the kid from um, San Diego? Tatis <laughs> Jr. No, no, no. The uh, the pitcher that just said his first got his first major league hit off Max oh, Scherzer yeah. for a grand slam yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in the middle of an uh, eight nothing comeback. Yeah, he was on a bus coming out of <laughs> El Amarillo, El Paso, the <laughs> <Yeah>. other day. <laughs> he gets his first at bat. That was great. That was great. Yeah, man, baseball, man. It's summertime. There ain't nothing else going on. You might as well tune in. Uh, yeah, well, this is this will be the last thing that uh, I say on that. How, how good is it to not just have a full season of baseball, but I had no idea how much I realized how good it is to have fans in the stands. Uh, I went to a game. Did it's you? it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's so nice to have fans in the stand. I'm I'm watching like highlights from yesterday that I've already seen like 35 <laughs> times. Uh, but Josh Harrison, who plays for the Nationals, was playing left field uh, in San Francisco against the Giants. And when he ran out there, the Giants fans were booing him. And so he caught a fly ball and he turned around like he was going to toss in the stands and then didn't and just put his <laughs> thumb down and ran away. And like that that stuff's kind of great now. Yeah. I watched this kid. Be like, hey, Alex, Alex, can I get an autograph? And oh, Alex yeah. Bregman walked over, and the kid's like, I don't want your autograph, you bum. The kid in New York. Like, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And it, it, it's one thing that I did not realize how much I missed, because we all kind of put up with it. We're like, we're just, I'm just glad to have the games back. No, it's great to have fans back. And where it's really great is in the NBA Finals. We'll talk about that after this Sports Center update. <laughs> Clawson Heating and Air Conditioning. Their experts are focused on one thing, your comfort. Schedule your free estimate at ClawsonHeating.com. It's hard to stop a train. Uh, Wimbledon went down today. You familiar with the tournament? Yeah, they play on grass. Uh, what a weird concept. It really, really is. Uh, I, uh, I'm, a big, I'm a big soccer guy. We'll get to that They later. play that on grass, too. They play that on grass unless it's America, and they don't play it on grass because we're <laughs> idiots. Uh, Ashley Barty claims her second Grand Slam title at Wimbledon and becomes the first woman to, or the first Australian woman to win the tournament since 1980. My question to you is, does it really matter where you're from in these tournaments? Isn't it just if you're good, you're good? Yes. Like, if you look at Federer, you're not like, oh, he's from Switzerland, so every Swiss must be amazing. Yeah, yes and no. It kind of depends on the sports. But, like, when the Olympics come around, you're going to see a, a very pronounced contingent of greatness from certain areas. Sprinters are from Jamaica. Distance runners are from Kenya. Because there is a national enthusiasm around those sports. Sure. Tennis, tennis a little different. That's but, what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get that in in the Olympic sports and even other things like, hey, in America, we play football. Yeah, well, you know, I'll, t I'll tell you what's what's the changing. Brazilians play their football. Yeah, outside, out, like you said, outside of America, everybody <laughs> plays soccer. Everybody in the world plays tennis. Uh, everybody plays golf now. Basketball is going to be that way. In, in another 10 years, the entire world will be playing basketball at the same level. So it's it's it doesn't really matter, but good for her. It means a lot to Australia, though. I'm sure it does. I'm yeah. sure it does. Because imagine how much we would be interested if there was uh, an American men's final in tennis, which has not happened in a very long time, but... I mean, we tried to make uh, Andy Roddick 
uh, the savior of tennis. He was not that. But he we was all, not quite that. We all wanted him to be. That's a good point. That's a good point. So congratulations to Ash Barty for winning Wimbledon. More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. I'm Patrick Harris from the Tenny of the Fan Sports Desk. Portland Sports Leader. Hi, I'm Tom Pitkin, owner of Oswego Mortgage, the VA home loan specialist. If you served our country. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. On the same tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Oh, welcome back in. Uh, fan text line is 503-250-1080. With regards to Patrick's take on Nirvana, as you young folks might say, word, maybe even word squared. Ooh, triple Along, stamp a double stamp? They just triple stamped a double stamp. Along those lines, am I alone in not understanding why Radiohead is considered great? Uh, I, I know why people consider radio great or Radiohead great. <laughs> radio is great. <laughs> yes, radio is great. Yes, we love radio. Because what we're doing right um, now. Um, why do people think Radiohead is great? It's easy. People have bad taste in music, <laughs> and people want something that is not traditional, that's weird, mm. to be good. And in my opinion, Radiohead is why drugs are bad. <laughs> Pink Floyd is why drugs are good. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you say Pink Floyd, is, no, no, Pink no. Floyd is one of those bands where every time I listen to it, I'm like, I'm it like, just keeps getting better. Uh, yeah, this this is good stuff. It but, just keeps uh, getting but, better. But the Radiohead, the Tom York, uh, he, his his brain might be cool, but uh, his expression does not talk to me. Uh, I'm with you on Radiohead. I do enjoy Nirvana, however, but that's why it's in my music rotator. So yes, there you go. yes. Obviously. Um all right, let's go to uh, the NBA Finals. I'm having a very hard time with all of the legacy talk around mm. Chris Paul. Okay. Was Chris Paul not considered great before this? Chris Paul for probably <clears throat> the last, I don't know, maybe since Jason Kidd has been considered the best point guard in the NBA, has he not? I think so, yes. Basically since he walked into the league. It, it's strange because there's this all this chatter around that just feels like people are just like oh this finally he's validated and now now his legacy is no i think it's great for the dude to be where he is sure. with an opportunity to win a championship 
the best part of it might be the the fact that James Harden is not there uh, that makes it so great for me because I'm not a huge Chris Paul fan and I'm 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 not like uh, well, I Chris think Paul. That, I think but, that's but I've always appreciated how good he is. But he played for the Clippers for a long time, so you have to hate him. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of it is. Is that nobody likes him, <laughs> and he's played on some really bad teams or teams you don't want to watch. Sure. Like the Clippers, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Clippers teams were good because they couldn't do anything. Yeah. So I, I don't find them to be good. They're the best team he's been on. Yep. The Rockets were unwatchable. Oh, And absolutely. then when he's on OKC, he like plays well and elevates a team, a crappy team, but I don't really care about that. And when he's in uh, New Orleans, well, nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody cared. <laughs> and so I think what it is is that because nobody cared for the longest time and he's not really a likable guy. Nope. That once he got to Phoenix, he is the role model, the veteran, the leader, and people finally are like, you know what? We should probably not hate Chris Paul. I I think it's an ESPN driven narrative. That's yeah. me personally. I, I I would agree with that because I mean they're just the the, the fawning uh, over him and and the, the team is really good the around team him. Is stupid good, and the team is really likable around mm-hmm. him. I think I think he is elevated more by the Suns. Or as much by the Suns as the Suns are by him. Well, because they're not here without him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As much. I, yeah, yeah, as much. But you're right. You're right. Devin Booker is great. He is. We always knew he was a scorer. He's clearly stepped up. I thought Aiton was going to be a huge first overall bust because I watched him at Arizona. It was yeah. like, that kid's not ready. And now he looks like Shaq in Dude, Orlando. And Monty Williams is And And Monty great. Williams is amazing. Yeah. He's, he's the 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 whole team around Chris Paul. I think has made him more likable. It's it's definitely an entertaining brand of basketball. The strange thing is the ratings are way down for the NBA Finals. Even mm-hmm. though I think for basketball fans, this is the final we want because I, I mean the narrative throughout the entire playoffs has been all right. As these teams get eliminated, LeBron's out. No Steph Curry uh, eliminated in the play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. The the second round exit for the the Nets. For me, it's great because I love who's not there. I mean, Giannis the other night in the in the third quarter putting up twenty. Mm-hmm. Like dude, it, that was much watch television. The last it, guy to do that was named Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty good. But like you know, when you pass what it was Kobe and was it Steph that he passed or something? I, that sounds right. And, but uh, but yeah. So you're just sitting there and you're watching these these teams go back and forth, and and it, to me, it's absolutely riveting. But as fun to watch as they are, it's great not to have the Nets there. I mean, that super team. Uh, is unbearable. Well, and that's that's what's so interesting. And I've had issues with the NBA for years and years. And I still watch because I love live sports and I love high competition. So as I sit here and say, <clears throat> I basically hate the NBA, it doesn't mean <laughs> I don't watch it. Yeah. But there was just a shift, you know? And I, I don't think it's LeBron's fault, but it came around right around when LeBron entered the league. That it's so superstar heavy and so superstar marketed that people don't care what the basketball looks like. Mm. And so the basketball with Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irving is not fun basketball no. to watch. I I would argue the basketball that I watch with LeBron James and Anthony Davis isn't that fun a basketball to watch. But I'll tell you what, those Warriors teams were fun to watch. Yes, they were until they got Durant. This this Phoenix <laughs> this Phoenix team is fun to watch. Dude, they had a 12 pass sequence. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't think Milwaukee's fun to watch. Oh. I also don't love Giannis. Yeah. Like everyone loves Giannis and I can't root for a guy that plays basketball and can't shoot a basketball. <laughs> That's really hard for me to grasp 
my brain around. The thing is, he's got that little mid-range jumper, and when that's falling, he's so impossible to stop. But, man, they were they were infuriating the other night. I mean, Drew Holiday could not make a shot, dude. He, yeah. He couldn't water if he, <clears throat> hit water if he fell on a boat. He was so – it was it was one of those things where I was just like – they kept getting it within like five. And I'm like, all right. Holiday, make something, do something. Chris Middleton, take a shot because he was just so passive. And the reason that Giannis looks so good is because everybody played so bad around him. Mm-hmm. It was really, really difficult. Yeah, and I mean, there was even some of those Suns Clippers games that was like, uh, I remember the turn- Clippers are tough to I, watch. I remember turning on again. Yeah, and like Paul George has become super unlikable. Yeah, when I loved him in Indiana uh, and for Team USA before he broke his leg. Uh, but I remember turning on that game. And it was like 81-79, and I was like, oh, sweet, I got the fourth quarter to watch. (laughs) Then I looked down at the bottom, it said a minute and a half in the fourth, and I was like, ESPN, get your S together, it's clearly the third quarter. And I was like, nope, this game's, I pulled out my phone, Phoenix was shooting 21%, and the Clippers were shooting 17 I think that's what's dangerous about the state of the NBA right now, it's that guys just want to chuck the ball. Ratings, Ratings are down, revenues are up. Yeah, what, how does that make sense? Eh? It's, it's, it, it's, how does that make sense? Well, it's because people are not consuming it in traditional manners. <clears throat> they, dude, I'm not, I don't watch anything on network television. Like, you're going to tell me that I tuned in? No, I have cable. Yeah, Half I, the time I steal it. They don't even know I'm watching Dude, I have it. so many passwords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, listen, I have at least six ways to watch any game that <laughs> exactly. I watch. So I'm going to watch it. But and I'm now not, I can just go to the bar if I have to. Ex- exactly. Where it was going to be on anyway. Exactly. Well, and so many people go back and they watch the YouTube replays. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You, I mean, you can watch the entire game in well, 25 minutes or do whatever. Do you really want to watch three quarters of NBA basketball? Is third quarter NBA not the worst spurt of time in all professional sports yeah yeah we'll 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 talk about this an hour or two i think because it's it's an interesting topic but if you if you followed anything with the ote Mm -mm. all right well we'll we'll get into an hour or two Uh i will i will introduce you to it a 16 year old just got a a contract signed for a million dollars to play basketball i am aware but Uh, i'm only aware i don't know anything else it wasn't I just read the headline and moved on. We'll get to that in hour two, but first we have to get to good versus evil. We do it next. Sinner and Saint on 1080 The Fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
all with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Apply. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. This is the deal. One, we're getting back in transition. You don't have Giannis find a man and be a guard. Two, look at me. You set a high level for yourself. That's why you're down. That's great. Now go reach that level. Okay? And you can reach it with force. It doesn't have to be stats all the time. Go dominate the game with force. Okay? Because you set a high level for yourself. Go dominate the game with force. That's Phoenix Suns head coach Monty Williams talking to his young center, DeAndre Ayton. Telling him to, you put a high standard on yourself, and that's why you're frustrated right now. Look at me. Look at me. Love that. Uh, Let me ask you this, Luke. Do you think in today's NBA, let's say NBA specifically, is it better to be a coach like Monty Williams, or is it better to be a hard ass? I think in today's it's better to be a coach like Monty Williams because nobody's going through high school getting used to that style of coaching. These guys are all playing AAU and they are looked at as, I don't want to say commodities as they move through their, their basketball career, but there's part of it where we know who's going to the NBA pretty early on. And and when we get into the conversation in the next hour about the OTE it will we'll definitely get into that but these guys know that they're going to the nba and and you you can't coach them that, like that in junior high high school college and then expect them to be ready for it in the nba because it used to be all coaches were kind of the same yeah like a tom thibodeau yeah well and, and it gets all fired up but the the thing about monty williams uh that should i don't know give people some encouragement here in portland Coaching makes a difference. Mm -hmm. I mean, Chris Paul wasn't the only addition to that team. Monty Williams deserves a lot of credit for how good the Phoenix Suns are. And I think in the NBA, more than any other sport, we overlook coaching and player development. The look at me, the, the, hey, you got to keep your head in this game. The reason DeAndre Ayton is having success is because he has a coach that can get through to him. And, you know, I mean, the difference between it being a bust and, and great 
might just be the coaching you get and develop you early on in your career. It's why I got Phoenix winning the whole thing. There you go. Camarena to deep right field. Camarena plays it. Slam Diego. Are you kidding me? The Padres pitcher that is brought up from El Paso. The San Diego kid. To the grand slam. That's unbelievable. Padres relief pitcher Caminera, he had a grand slam in his in his in his first MLB at bat. It's yes. his third time in the show, but his other first two times did not go well. The famous story, he was in El Paso the night before. He had to borrow his teammates' batting gloves and bat on his trip. He said, Hey, I don't have any. And he was like, Hey, use some of mine. The underlying story in this that people don't realize is that when he got into the game, he was getting shelled, <laughs> and they just said, we're losing. Let's keep him in anyway. So let me ask you this. How many home? How many runs do you have to give up when that is not cool anymore? Oh. You see what I mean? Like, you yeah. hit a grand slam, so sure. it's like you gave up three runs, you started this epic comeback, yep. then you hit a grand slam, they walk off in the end. But if you give up six runs when does the grand slam not feel as great well so but here's the other thing he's a relief pitcher sure so he's in there because the starting pitcher wasn't doing well either so if 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 you give up more than the part starter that got pulled early yeah then i think it's not cool (laughs) i think that i think that's the line right you get you get brought in in the third That's your starting pitcher just got roasted for seven. You give up eight. Yeah. He said he crossed home plate and he was like, yeah, there was Haas and there there was Haas and Trent were there with Eric Hosmer and Trent Grisham. He was like, there's Trent and Haas right there. And then Manny Manny had the swag chain and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Dude, his brother going nuts. You cut off the clip that if you listen to that whole clip uh, from the the broadcaster, he goes, I can't believe it. And then he goes off of Max Scherzer like he forgot (laughs) the whole time like he goes on for like 30 seconds and then he realizes like down the road he's like and that was off of Scherzer (laughs) it was great very good Maria M-U-R-R-A-Y-A that is correct (laughs) and there is your chance the holder of three Guinness World Records and now the 2021 National Spelling Bee winner, Zaila Avangard. Real, real, real quick, can you play just the very beginning of that where she says the at is correct and tell me if it doesn't sound like Tommy Boy? Maria, M-U-R-R-A-Y-A. That is correct. <laughs> that is <laughs> correct. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, let me ask you this. Is the only reason we care about the spelling bee is because the English language is the most messed up spelling language of any language in the world? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, so, it's so, the so why worst. are we celebrating the fact that our language has it no structural terrible. integrity? Oh, there's no phonetics. Benjamin Franklin was part of the uh, the the crusade to change it to all phonetic spelling. Like, can we just can we make this universal? But. We double down on that in America. All it's like oh, we still Fahrenheit, have- the metric system. Like, <laughs> order, like the metric system. Who needs that? We've created this cool new way instead. Yeah. Oh, dude, Celsius is so nice. It's like a hundred is boiling, zero is freezing. It's <laughs> yeah, easy. It's easy. Come on. <laughs> yes, and spelling just another one to pile on. Go ahead with your. 
Oh, we would just skip that. Skip that. That was, that was the question? Yeah, that was okay, it. Perfect. That was it. I didn't have much. No worries. That's uh, great. And then for my favorite story of the day, biology teachers in England have published a detailed study on the benefits of Red Dead Redemption 2 in the study of wild nature. Okay. These guys are saying that you can, you have a, if you do what's called the naturalist way on online, I don't play video games, so okay. you just have to follow me on this. Sure. That when you play it online, that it, that that is enough to get you educated on wildlife and its e eco structure. So I've played that game maybe four times. I played the one before at Red Dead okay. Redemption. So my nephew is eight and he has, uh, he has the game. And all I do is uh, he hands me the controller, I get off and I kill his horse and he gets really mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Or I go into town and then just like uh, get all the, the locals all uh, riled up and get, get shot a whole bunch. And he just gets so mad at me. I go, I go, let me play. He's like, no, you're going to kill my horse. And then I get off and I kill his horse. Let's see. I was just looking at test participants had to identify 15 species of animals that can be found in Red Dead Redemption 2 from real photographs and then name their names. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hyper-realistic. Like, who had to do a study to figure that out? Of 586 people tested, 444 people played. The at the Red Dead Redemption 2 players, on average, correctly identified 10 out of 15 animals, which performed better than those that had not played Red Dead Redemption. Okay, I get that. People don't go outside video, anymore, video Patrick. game Video games can be educational. Well, sure, but playing that, black ops and shooting Nazis here, is probably not the best way to do it. But here, here's what I want to know: other than being able to identify wildlife that's clearly in there with 4K graphics, <laughs> tell me how it is more beneficial to play that than to actually go outside. Here's what I'd like to know: Are you better off going and standing like? on the side of a freeway for a little while okay. and getting fresh air and being outside and like just going for a walk in like a, a urban setting. Okay. Is that healthier or going inside and looking at fake nature on a video game? Well, I'm with you. I would rather be outside. However, there are some really co cool viewpoints and my fat ass ain't getting anywhere <laughs> near that. So there is also that. Uh, well, I was playing golf with the Bears a couple weeks ago, and I got to see Moose. Went up to Alaska, man. That, huh. if you want to see some nature. That's that the real place, stuff. That place is wild. Uh, that is our Good versus Evil. It is brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. You should go there and eat their food because it's delicious. And you can order right online, ate-oh-ate.com. Uh, in the next hour, did you say that we need to talk about soccer? I was going to make you at some point. All right. Hey. All right. Next hour, we're going to talk 16-year-olds uh, getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball, and Patrick will make me talk about soccer. That's all next. Center and Saint on 1080 The Fan and Odyssey. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.